Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Are you still cutting your own grass? Are you still trying to get your landscaping to look perfect on your own? That sounds sweaty. That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a job for Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Family-owned and operated Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy, has the quality and experience to get your yard looking its best. The Garden Center offers plants, trees, sod, mulch, rocks, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, and much more while the Lawn and Landscaping Services offers mowing, trimming, planting, and full landscaping. Visit them on their social media pages for more info. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Get your free estimate today. We're doing it. Oh, something just popped up on the screen. Recording yeah. in progress. It's it's telling you this is recording, so uh, you can't say that you didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay. now we know. It's a safety feature. Thank you. You can't be too uh, safe when you got people like John Fry running around. Amen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> he's in there somewhere. I hear him. I hear him somewhere. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the award-winning podcast. Up, Pop yeah. yes, thank, you. thank you. Thank you for having us, man. Thank you. Uh, John Fry says that I have to say that now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Feels weird. Although this is, I am a two-time award-winning podcast. Back-to-back champion. Yes, sir. That's there you right go. There. Let's go. According, according to the Electric City Music Conference. UCMC. Yup. Yup. I'm joined by the gentleman in the crates, and um, I feel like I never heard of the crates before, and then all of a sudden, the crates were everywhere, so much so that I was at the uh, Electric City Music Conference with our friend John Fry, and I saw the gentleman in the, uh, we'll get names in a minute, but the gentleman in the beanie hat. I saw him walking around the conference uh, and he was attending some of the panels, taking advantage of that weekend. And I said, I know that kid from somewhere. Couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Now, you know, I went to, I went to Joe Cavis and I said, Joe, who is that kid? He goes, I don't know. I said to Matt Kessler, who's that, who's that Come kid? Come on, goes, Joe. I don't know. Ouch. And uh, it was bothering me all weekend. And then I talked to John Fry, I think Monday morning or whatever it was, and he's like, oh, yeah, the, the craze, blah, blah. I'm like, that's the band that that kid's from. <laughs> yep, there it is. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, the crates. I mean, where the hell did you guys come from? <laughs> uh, we're all from Wilkes-Barre, man. Yeah, we're all from Wilkes-Barre. Besides, Besides me, Chris, yeah, I got a bit of a closer. I'm not even <laughs> close. Who is the female in the background? I feel like I'm talking to Jesus here. She is coming yeah. up from 10,000 miles away. See? I cannot see. And I feel bad. I said the gentleman in the crates. I know. I'm kind of off to the side right now, unless you guys have a spot right no, there. No, you're in the hot seat, babe. 
Oh, you're right. I'm in Johnny Agapenti seat, but um, I'm Sharon. No. I'm yeah, the manager, manager of the crates. Okay, so you're not. You're technically not in the band. No. Okay, so no, she's in the band. <laughs> well, yeah, I get, it, I get it, but you're not. You're not he's performing. The in the band. <laughs> he's the glue yeah. holding us together right now. So my my statement stands: the gentleman in the crates and their manager, <laughs> who I can't see. Yeah. Oh, That's all right. I don't know. Am I not on camera? Not at all. I are you are you uh like I said, I'm I'm talking to Jesus here. Oh good. <laughs> She's just a voice in my my ear right now. Good. Good. That's, That's okay. Right. My personality is good. You don't need to That's see good. Me. That's fine. I'll work with it. I'll work with it. <laughs> but you're all from Wilkes-Barre. Like that's like I feel. I feel like you know I've been in the media scene, uh, in radio, weekender, doing this podcast, all that kind of stuff, and I it never ceases to amaze me that there's always up and coming artists, which is great. But I always think that I, I have like my finger on the pulse of what's going on, and then a new band pops up, and I'm like, wow, I have no idea. Yeah, man. So tell me a little bit about who the crates are. Uh, we're just a bunch of teens, man. I mean, we all, we all started, we started out in a warehouse first. Um, we had a different drummer, um, but we all, uh, it was first, uh, Cam, Colin, yeah, it was and me, then Cam, our old drummer, and our old drummer, Chris, or, yeah. no, I'm sorry, Connor. Hey man. <laughs> yeah. And then they were, they were jamming for a bit. And then, uh, I, I started practicing with them. They asked me to play a show with them. And then uh went phenomenally. Yeah, and then it went from that was there, Providence, man. right? Yeah, Providence oh, Playhouse. Oh, Providence Playhouse was a show. Yeah. We played in front of probably about five or six 80-year-olds. <laughs> and then Sweet. a handful of kids. Yeah, it was a bunch and of the rest was um holders. Yeah, just and they were just, digging just, it, man. They were yeah, they were, they were they were rocking out. They were rocking for some for some. It was the people. first band that's ever played at Providence Playhouse, too. Yeah, they never had Which a full band. They never had a full band play there. It was, it was just an open mic thing. It wasn't like any kind of big show. It was just an open mic. Mm -hmm. they were, what, what was the play they were doing? It was like Sherlock Holmes. Like Sherlock Holmes. Like background drop of just like a music. Oh, music. oh yeah. yeah. We had the curtains open and there was just a bunch of like stage <laughs> material, I guess you can call sure. it. Yeah. Like trees and yeah, trees. buildings. There was, was like different stage sets, I guess yeah. you can call it. I'm sorry, I'm not a theater kid. I'll give the cam I'll, I'll give the mic the <laughs> camera. Don't, don't, talk about don't, theater. Don't, <laughs> I did three plays. So as far as the, the music you guys perform, like what what does that look like or sound like rather? Uh, mostly like indie alternative. Um, yeah, it's I'd say like indie garage rock alternative kind of stuff. Whatever you want it to be, I it's guess. You I want. Mean, yeah, Come we to tried, a show tried to do like indie or alt thing, but it ends up being whatever we're feeling yeah, that day. It, it progresses into a lot of different stuff. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of improv. A lot mostly, of improv that turns improv. into songs. Some of it turns into absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, John sent me a, a video, I think, of a performance of you guys over the uh, the weekend of the ECMCs. Um, oh, that, uh, classics, yeah, yeah, we had classics, bar and grill. Yeah, which I never heard of that place before. To play. Yeah. Neither did we until we played there. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. didn't even really know where it was. I'm walking into a house. <laughs> That's what it looks like from the outside. I did a Google search and I saw the uh, front of the building. I thought it was a house. 
Great. But, um, that was our best show so far. Yeah, so yeah it, was, it really was amazing. Show. The energy in there was ridiculous. Well, I was going to say, like, you guys, you guys put out some some intense energy. So, I mean, obviously, I think Thank that you. should yeah, be you know, given back from the crowd, right? Yeah, we, but, feed, um, we feed a lot off the crowd. Yeah, man. The crowd plays into a lot of the energy. And how long have you guys been around for? Six months. Yeah, about six months. Six, 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 six seven months. Yeah, like with the people we have now, like yeah. the members me, we have now, like roughly six months. Me and Cam met about a year ago. He hated my guts the first time. <laughs> no, okay. okay, okay. A little bit. I All right, go ahead. Tell the story. Him. I didn't hate him. It sounds like I hated a him. A lot of energy. <laughs> Listen, man, I thought... Up until the point, up until Cam came around, I thought I was going to be in red in a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm glad you're not, because that band sucks. So Ooh. that's all we played when I first, when we first met, and then we really got into like creating our own sound, creating our own music, and it just kind of took off from there. Then we got Mason, and then we got Chris in, and it's taken off a lot faster than I ever could have imagined from there. And I'm so. I think we can all say we're extremely grateful for that. Yeah, yeah ridiculously grateful for that. So, do you guys primarily do covers as of right now, or are you guys working on your own stuff? No, it's most yeah, it's, it's, all, it's original. all original. It's all original. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Last Very cool. time we did a cover was at um. Last time we did a cover was at my house. My parents went out of town, and I was like, you know what? This is a one life in a once in a lifetime opportunity, so might as well have a giant party in my backyard. Yeah. We we did a little bit of a backyard show. And it was a backyard bar. It was awesome. Backyard blog. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. That was was the only time you guys did cover since you guys have been together. Yeah. So and we never did it again. Yes. That was Chris's debut as our um, drummer. Yeah. The scariest part of that whole experience was um that he was and we you and you were in my bedroom. And we watched Project X, and I was just paranoid oh. as hell. We plan on doing oh, that on his roof, but that didn't go through because Cam just decided to have a nervous breakdown, and he was like, yeah, "We're not playing like, on the, the roof. roof is gonna collapse. It's not gonna be stable enough. We can't do it, man." Dude, I'm so my mom's you. gonna see the video, and it's gonna be awful. Like, it wasn't even our roof; it was like an awning. <laughs> it was so fragile. It could have happened. It's like a tanning tanning bed. But the way that we. It couldn't have gone better, to be completely yeah, honest sure. with you. Like we said, we, we were in like we were in the back, the very back of his yard, in a corner of his yard, and we set up this like very impromptu little stage. Uh, it's cute. It was really it. cute. It was just chicken wire. Yes, yeah. <laughs> chicken wire. Literally the, uh, found it somewhere in the backyard. Yeah. With like uh, Christmas lights. Yeah, then we yeah. put Christmas, Christmas lights in front of us. Thanks for like, um, what, what is it called? Oh, like, yeah. Things? Yeah, we couldn't even put the chicken <laughs> wire in. Like we, we stuck the chicken wire in with <laughs> sticks just to put up like where we yes. were actually had some tiki torches She's for some stage. Right? Yeah, we had the tiki and torches. Colin out there. has to um, cut the grass, mow the lawn. I did have to mow the lawn before that. <laughs> Thank you for that. Probably the first <laughs> time he's ever Thank mowed a lawn. You. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, I wish the story went along Listen, the lines I killed of. That, man. <laughs> she should have been on the roof. I mean, that's that's movie shit right there. Yeah, Project X. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that. Like, you're, that sounds like a movie scene, and you guys, you know, we, are we watching just this movie. Want to destroy the house. But no good, no good story. That, it's all about the story. Yeah. It's like There's one of my broke, quotes. Yeah, one broken one. Yeah, you're right. It's all about the story. It's all about the story. I mean, like, no good story happens by being afraid, right? It's quite yeah. a story, I would say. Because yeah, we had to knock fun. on their neighbor's houses. 
And there's this one lady that freaked out because three teenagers just came to their door. Yeah, me, Cam, so- and Mason went around the entire block. And we were just knocking door to door. It was, it was the day before, right? Or yeah, I was that? asking if it was, it was okay. The day before. Yeah, it was the day before we were going around making sure, okay, we're going to be playing in the backyard. Are you guys cool with this? Like, please don't call the cops on us. We really <laughs> don't want to get this show screwed up. And one house that we went to, it was a woman, I believe it was. It like was a kid that opened the door. Yeah, it was her kid. No, and they, he, yeah, her kid answered the door. The kid freaked out and, and thought it door. was random. And ran away. It was mom, mom, mom. And I, they had one of those, uh, the ring doorbells. Mm-hmm. Yes. And everybody who didn't answer, we were leaving notes on their door. Be like, hey, here's our number. Call us. We would just like to talk to you about something. We're right down the street. And I guess she thought we were trying her door. Like we were trying to break into her <laughs> no, house. Because, because yeah. Mason put a sticky note on the freaking yeah, So they put, thought we tried to play with right the lock. Or oh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> got the cops called on us. It was a whole fiasco. But it ended fine. We we talked to the neighbor. We talked to the cops. Everything was cool. Yeah. As soon as we told them, they were like, wait, you're in a band? <laughs> yeah. They were like, I thought you were trying to break into our house. Uh, <laughs> now, was this like a, a party on the up and up? Like no booze, just, just a couple kids having a good time? Oh yeah, yeah. we just yeah. We, we had a, f- a couple of our friends over, and it was just like it was most it was all for music. Yeah, that was, was the whole thing. Music. We just yeah. wanted to, like we wanted to debut Chris, debut Chris. We wanted to debut a lot of our songs that we haven't played live before, and have a campfire. Yeah, we had a fire pit in the back. We had tiki torches, like Mason yeah, mostly saying. just have like a bunch of bunch of friends over and just have uh like mostly a chance for people to our age to see yeah. us live for the first time yeah. instead of just seeing videos on Instagram and all that really? kind of stuff. So and at just the time we had absolutely nothing released either. Yeah, we didn't. We had have no anything. real direction that we were going into. We were just kind of like, all four of us were like, "All right, screw it, let's put it on, let's put yeah. on a show, let's play for our friends." Core memory. Unlocked. And when was Core that? Memory unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. When was that show? Oh, uh, June seventeenth. Yeah, back in June seventeenth of the summer. So like half, like kind of our kind of our summer kickoff thing. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of halfway into your existence. Yep. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know if you could say it was halfway. Yeah, that was like not not even halfway. Yeah, but you guys are making noise, so that's good. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it helps that you have you have a manager, so that's cool, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like she helps out a lot. There she is. Oh, I can see myself now. I can see there you. you. Go. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, I mean, a lot of bands, especially your age, you guys are young. I think you're all under twenty one, or is, is that accurate? Uh, I'm 18, 18, 21, 22, 20. Okay, so you're you're still very young. Mm-hmm. You make me feel very Similar old. Age range. Before we started this, they called me. Uh, they said it was like Burt Kreischer. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for Listen, calling me. Your back. viewers have thank- to agree, man. It's the, you, I've never been told that Burt Kreischer vibe. I've never I've never been told that before. <laughs> Just another fat guy. It's fucking great. Oh, no, 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 not a fat guy. Not yeah. a fat guy. A I mean, funny, you're not wrong. Funny guy, not a fat guy. Uh, Burke is not fat. Hmm. He's the I machine. He's the machine. He is not thin. He's not thin. <laughs> I mean, him, his boys like Rogan and Ari Shafir and uh, Tom Segura, they all make fun of him for being fat. Yeah, so. Larry. Yeah, so thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Although, I mean, I, I, I might take Burt Kreischer over Joey Vatone. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, I mean, he is funny. You're right. He's funny. <laughs> but I digress. 
but yeah, you're making some noise. So you're 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 a young you're a young band. You just started out. It's not often that a young band starts out with a manager. So talk to me a little bit about how that all kind of plays out because a lot of uh, bands in general um, who have been together much longer than you guys, who have played a ton more shows shows than you guys, like don't have management. So talk to me a little bit about how that kind of plays into everything. Yeah, she plays like the the business aspect of it all because yeah. I mean the we whole reason we make the we make the music and everything and the whole reason this whole kind of like managerial position started, we were we we're still dating. Yes, and she got introduced to the band. You started just taking photos. Yeah, it really did just start with her taking photos, and then we kind of had a conversation like, well, she brought it up. She's like. I feel like I can manage you guys. Like we could take this in a bigger direction. And then she started right before our, uh, before she came into the picture, our social media was an absolute mess. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. 48. 40, it might've been less than that. It might've been less than We've that. We've been told before that. 48 of them. We've been <laughs> no, you guys really are the OGs. We've been told before that uh, you can tell that it looked like it was run by a bunch of dudes, bunch of boys, and now it's, had no idea what they were doing. And now it was run by a girl. It and was then, pretty bad to the point where they were actually. I I first logged in to um, see what I could do with the account, and I tried to boost as many things as I could, but. They were actually banned from boosting anything it because by a completely it was linked to one of their old friends' uh, account or something, and I don't know if they got um, banned or whatever. But their account was linked to that, so to this day we can't boost. So everything is all organic and natural. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is all organic. <laughs> but seriously, since since she's been a part mm -hmm. of the crates, we have taken such an upward direction that we had no idea we were going to take into. Yeah, especially in finding gigs and stuff too. Because we, we never really finished. like, it's just, we're good. we were never really good It is just ridiculous gigs. the amount of work that she puts into this band. Before our bio, ridiculous. it said, before our, our bio like got changed when she came in the picture, our original bio was, we have no idea what we're doing. And, and we was, really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we have, we yeah. really didn't have any idea what we're doing. And to be honest with you, we're kind of just taking it day by day. <laughs> well, you guys are young. You have, you have the opportunity to fuck up and then rebound from it. But I have to ask, why why keep the social media name that you know the way it is? Why not create a new page, start fresh, so you're able to you know take advantage of the the you know offerings it has. Well, we considered starting a new page on TikTok because our TikTok is like. It's not. It's not much right now. Instagram is definitely our biggest, followed by Facebook. And at this point, the like the following that we have on Instagram, we don't want to screw that up by creating a new page. Yeah, like we already have a lot of people following us right now, so we felt like starting a like new page on Instagram would kind of like yeah. And you know, if you start a new page on Instagram, it's gonna go and. It's going to go in either direction. You're going to post it on your old account and be like, hey, we're starting a new page. Go follow us. And maybe 25% of the people that really like your music is going to actually follow you. I think we didn't do it because the first day I beca became their manager, I promoted them on my account, got my sisters to promote it. Actually, the first day I became a manager, they gained about almost 200 followers just that day. And you guys were already at, I don't even remember, but 
we gained about 200 followers and it was and I'm from Indonesia, so a lot of people from Indonesia start seeing it and they're like, oh my God, I don't even was, understand yeah, what they're saying, but I'm going to follow. Everywhere. So it's like, now we actually have the exposure in Indonesia. It's because of that. Just genuinely because of that. So, so we, we have one, a pretty yeah, like, surprising like, amount of exposure in a few places. Like I was just, well, we were about, we were all checking our, uh, the Spotify artist account, like just like where you can all the diagnostics of where your music is going, where you're going as artists, where the countries that your music is listened to, the cities, stuff like that. And there's people listening to our stuff in like France. UK, France, yeah, like Italy. Argentina. And it's, stuff it's like just that. insanely wild to see how fast things can spread given the technology that we have now. And granted, I hate social media. It sucks. Yeah. Like, it's wild I, hearing you you guys say this, right? Because I'm I'm going to be forty in uh, over just over a month, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up with uh, social media. Not grew up with it. It was kind of like a thing in 2005. Like Facebook was oh well, no, because first it was like MySpace for me. It's MySpace from like 05 to like 2008, nine, and then Facebook kind of took over from 2009 to like 2013, then. And then maybe it was 2012, but then Instagram kind of picked up speed. So I, I mean, I know what no other uh, platform really like it's social media. Like I, I hate it, but like I have to utilize it, right? And I always wondered how yeah, like you really kids, have to utilize it. Yeah, how how kids like view social media, and it's funny because like I feel like guys and people your age hate it. They don't, they don't even want to be on it, and um. That that tends to be the case now. It's weird. It's not even like it's like an anti-thing. Yeah, it's not even so much that we don't want to be on it, but like we almost feel like in this day and age it's almost essential. Like you kind of need to use social media to get your name out there and everything. I feel like there's a cancel like like I don't want to say cancel culture because I don't know. Cancel culture, yeah. Cancel culture. There's like a cancel like an anti-movement for like every generation, you know. It's like like in the sixties, it was like if you don't love your if you don't love your like if you don't love peace, what are you? Then you're just uh, what was the word? What 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 do they used to call people? No, it was like I, I forgot. No, it was like that's commie. But no, I don't know. I feel like yeah, no, it's just like it's an anti thing. You no, know? it's like I don't need social media. You guys are all stupid. Why would I do that? You know, it's like I want to be in the minority. I don't want to want yeah. to be my own person. No, no. Yeah. People my age, we jumped on it. We're like, we want to oh, be no, on no, this. No, no. It's crazy. Like, this is amazing. And people your age, they don't want to be, they don't, they don't want to be part of it. No. Yeah. The You're biggest right, thing with social media, I feel like you have to utilize it and you have to really understand where you can go with social media. But a lot of people tend to take that, especially with, I can't even say especially with a certain platform, but they just utilize it to just talk nonsense yes absolutely a lot of negativity for sure a lot of apathy and it's just and that's what people love people eat that shit up people love negativity they love drama and they're gonna keep going back to it if they get more of it and that's that is the big downside of social media but there's a tremendous amount of upsides to it if you use it if you use it correctly yeah correctly Absolutely. There's so basically, so basically, you just got a bunch of followers, and there was like no turning back. You couldn't. There's, it's too late to go backwards and start a new page. Yeah, that's kind yes. of how we felt. Yeah. 
What if you guys get so big though, and like you have this 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 page that you can't use? I mean, I mean, at that point, I don't. Honestly, mind I would. We're um, not we're not permanently so, banned. No, because I could just apply for it, saying like, um, this was not right. Whatever this was, like the account is detached. Like I could prove it to you. Blah blah blah. But um, I feel like there's just something about fixing what was broken then starting new so i just like we all i feel like i could speak for all of us that we just felt like okay we could fix this still like let's not give up and start new just yet let's see where this one goes and if it's completely like to the point where we need to boost it up that there's no one watching anything then we would have gone that direction but i don't think we're doing too bad okay we did get uh attacked by a lot of bots yeah, we got or, we got a bot raid. It was, it was ridiculous. Follow followed by these people that we don't even know, and it was all like from different countries. Too. Yeah, and, and it, was, it like, was honestly pretty cool to see because it was like the one night when we absolutely got mangled by bots. We were at maybe three hundred followers. Yes. And then we shot up to 700 and I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. we're an overnight success. Oh my God. And I was like sitting at and my phone and my, my phone was literally mad. like, I was texting the group chat, like, what is going on? He's like, because it just won't my stop. My phone just kept ringing, kept ringing, going. ringing. And it was like, we had like, oh my God. Yeah, and I, I reported it. So yeah, and we had Instagram to delete, deleted we had to, it. Yeah, we had, we had, we had we a huge off. fluctuation of followers too. Yeah. And then we had, after we lost a lot of them, we had like another little mini. Yeah. We had another like little mini attack where it was like we gained maybe like sixty or a hundred followers. Something, yeah, something to that degree. Yeah. But I think now we're good. I think it's yeah. now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of our followers are organic. Yeah. Yes, I hope and pray to God. Organic, <laughs> vegan, whatever you want to say. Organic. We got a bunch of vegan followers. <laughs> a bunch of vegan. Well, you can't. You can't pay for them. So I mean, yeah, they've got to be yeah, organic. Exactly. So I'm a really terrible no uh, podcast host. I'm not really sure how I, I won any awards, but I failed to kind of uh, uh, introduce you guys because I'm not really sure of your names and uh, what you guys do in the band. So why don't you guys tell me um, a little bit about yourselves and, and what each of you do in the in the band itself? Left to right. Right to left. Um, uh, Chris. Chris is the drummer. I got that yes. much. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I play drums. I'm Chris. Um, Next. I don't know. About it. I mean, I'm doing too much. Do percussion. You play, yeah. play bass for too much to handle. Yeah, he, he played the bass for too much to handle. Play piano and try to This do, man's a maestro. How many guitars everything. do you own? Oh, geez. Um, Don't let him sell you short. He's crazy. Um, probably <laughs> insanely talented eight, musician. I think now. How many drum sets do you own? Two. Two. I have my electric and acoustic. Most I got my two ukuleles, my three guitars, my. I don't know. Someone just gives me, <laughs> someone just gave me it, but yeah, I keep finding all these instruments and then buying some. That's why I'm broke. But um, <laughs> you're young, you have plenty of time to make money. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figure. Sure. It's better that I'm spending yeah. money on guitars and stuff than other things. So right, you're right. Sure. It could be addicted to drugs. Gotcha. Yeah, the electric yeah, triangle, yeah. especially. Yeah, not no no acoustic triangle. <laughs> you, you gotta, gotta mention the you're the only triangle. one in the band still in college. You're yeah, I'm also in college. I'm right. at the University of Scranton studying marketing, so They're it's a lot marketing. of fun. Um, I'm also playing hockey. I'm on the Scranton's Sweet. hockey team, playing goalie. That's a lot of fun. But nice. 
Yeah. I mean, I also work. I mean, I'm working at a sawmill. I get to play lumberjack all day. <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Just, you know, random jobs. Like I'm also a dishwasher. But so that's about I, it. <laughs> I guess as, as an old man, I'm going to like kind of point out like uh, issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what if you're playing hockey and you break your arm? What are you going to do? We get that question when we were when we were recording our EP, uh, Bob at Encore Studios, um, Bob and Dan and Steve, amazing people. Yeah, shout out, love them. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we were telling them, Chris, I don't even know if you were there the day that we record. I think it was the day we were recording some of the vocals for Cam. Yeah, I had to leave early because I had practice. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You had practice, and we were like, "Oh yeah, he has hockey practice." And Bob just looks at it, he's like, "You let your drummer play hockey? Are you guys fucking insane? <laughs> like he could he, he could break yeah, something? Man, just yeah, he broke a broken guy, ankle or something? And like, then a Red Bull and your uh, that's all you need, <laughs> man. That's a cure. <laughs> but, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're breaking ankle, breaking arm. Yeah, walk it off. Very important <laughs> things. <laughs> walk it off. <laughs> Very important things as a drummer to have. Drum it off, exactly. All right. Okay. All right. We'll see. <laughs> Am I up now? Yeah, you're up. Yeah, you're up. Uh, my name is Cameron Parker Wesley. Hi, Cam. I am 22 years old. Um, no, um, my name's Cameron, and um, I, uh, I'm a singer. I'm a singer. I love singing. I've been singing... Uh, I started since I was when I was like in middle school. They had like this. Um, it was really funny. They had like it was called Bear Creek Idol, and my friends would make fun of me because I applied for it and I lost. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was against it was my friend Eli sang uh sang um some no not somewhere over the rainbow. Believe I can fly. By R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. He's got some controversy now, but still a banger song. And I, I did a, I did a Phillips Phillips song called "Gone, Gone, Gone," and um, that's where it all started. And I did some musicals in high school where we, where we met. Mm-hmm. On to Scranton Prep was um Harry and Mama Mia because I was the uh, like the only one who could play guitar, right, <laughs> and sing. And um, you know, not cr- crappy at dancing though. I was awful at dancing. Terrible. You got some pretty good moves on yeah, stage though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I can just do what I want. It's awesome. I don't have to do freaking great vines and stuff. I hated that. God. Hey, right. Grapevines. Do you oh, have any yeah. extracurricular activities that could affect your uh, role in the band? Oh, there was no band then. I mean, no, I'm actually, saying you, now. Oh, I mean, dude. Yeah. Oh, like, now he plays oh, no, hockey. All gone. All he, shot. He, Okay. Oh, chat. It's just it's go to work, go to work, and then work with these kids. Right. Play a show, get hammered, wake up the next day, work All on right. something else. True, and true then, rock star. I like that. Okay. There's no sleep in this. This is what I'm talking about. This is this is more my speed. Okay. Sleep's for the leak, boys. All right. I like this. Okay. Very good. You're on the right track. I like that. Chris, Chris, stop, stop playing hockey. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron, let's let's keep rocking and keep drinking. Let's go. Let's do it. Amen. There you go. <laughs> what do we have next? Oh, unless you're not done. Unless you're not done, keep going. Five more. If, if you got more, let's hear it. Oh, okay. he loves oh, talking yeah. about yes. himself. I have the spotlight. <laughs> he loves it. Spotlight is my time. Lord. You've got the talking stick. Um. All right. I guess on how I got into music, though, like even before singing. Um, 
and all that stuff. My when I was a kid, I would literally go with my dad and we would just go in the car and just listen to Rock 107 all the time. And I just learned all these classic rock artists. And then once that happened, and when I went to high school, Nirvana hit me like a freaking hurricane. And then just like all these grunge acts and like my kind of romance and Green Day, I just like started losing my stuff. I was like, man, these guys have like, they're real and they have rasp and they don't care. This is like, this is the nature I want. But to still, but like, and thus doing that, trying to create that energy, I just became like really depressed because it was like, I, I don't know. It's like, it was something out of me, you know? Like, I love Nirvana. I love Kurt Cobain, like, you know, like his realism for it. But it's like, you know, it just made me like depressed. Like, I'm, you know, it's like, because I don't know. It's weird because I I got depressed because I'm not depressed like that, you know? I mean, there's a reason there's like one grunge singer left. (laughs) But no, no, I don't know. Then um, I got back in my roots when I went on a retreat or something. And um, I started listening like, like, you know. I don't know, like Eagles and getting back into Aerosmith and stuff. And then I just had a, found a happy medium with these guys listening to Indie by Cage the Elephant and Black Keys. And now it's just, it's just been a mix of everything now. It's just great. There's like a happy medium from coming from uh, all those cool bands and stuff. Cool. Sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my name is Colin. I am the lead guitar for the crates. The who? I know exactly. No, not the who. Believe oh, it or not. Good for you, man. I was actually rejected from the who. They didn't like me <laughs> I'm still waiting for my call up, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I started playing guitar maybe about five years ago, six, five or six years ago, something like that. I started playing because my one friend in high school, who's my best friend for a long time, said, hey, man, I'm going to take up bass. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe I should take up bass, too. But why would, I, why would there be two bassists? This is my friend, Zan. <clears throat> and uh, I'm like, all right, let's take up guitar. And I took it up. I started trying to teach myself. I remember, Mason, you actually started with guitar. Remember oh, yeah, guitar yeah. We got, he got drum lessons. Yeah, I got Christmas drum lessons got before this. Lessons. And Mason got guitar lessons. So when I started teaching myself, and prior to this, I played saxophone for like eight That's years. Cool. I was in like the school band, like concert band, jazz band, marching band, everything like that. So I've always had a huge affinity for music. And it's always been a ridiculously large part of my life. But then I started taking up guitar. And I used Mason's tiny little kid's version uh, first act guitar when I first started teaching myself. And God, it just sounded awful. (laughs) But I I can't even blame it on that. Because when I got my first electric guitar for Christmas... That sounded oh. awful too, I, dude. I know, and I would I would just listen to humble it. Beginnings. Humble beginnings, but and then it all kind of took off from there. I, it's, I think it sounds like shit. Like <laughs> well, no, I think I thought it sounded like shit then, but you know, then I started like it's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. I started progressing, started learning a lot more, and it sounded bad because I was bad, obviously. 
I had no idea what I was doing on guitar. But, uh, was it acoustic or electric? I started on acoustic and then I got like the little Epiphone Walmart bundle for Christmas for my mom. <laughs> she blessed me with that, man. I had no idea that was even coming. That was my first actual electric guitar. And it was, I don't know, I'm, I loved a lot about it. And it kept me in it. Then I started, when I got into guitar, I really got a lot more into like the heavier scene, like rock music, stuff like that. One of my biggest all-time influences is the Chili Peppers. I've been listening to them for years. I love them. Oh, and I shit Shanti. on them. And I shit on them. Yes, you oh, did. I heard that. <laughs> that's one of the. That's one of those bands. You either love them, or you absolutely hate them. Yeah, there's no in between. There's, there's no like, in-between. there's like three or three to five songs I love outside of that. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah, go I'm ahead. With you. Yeah. <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. But no, John Frusciante, his guitar work is just absolutely insane to me, and that's where I took a lot of my influence from. And he was just, he was, he's still a huge influence to me. And I started getting into more stuff and like started taking influence from other bands, stuff like that. Another big influence is the Strokes. Uh, shit, I don't even know. Cage the Elephant. I don't listen to a lot of Black Keys, but I like, like you said. Better. <laughs> right? Amen. Uh, Zeppelin. Amen. I don't Aerosmith. know, man. <laughs> Aerosmith, sure. I never listened to a lot of them, but Joe Perry's crazy on guitar. He's all right. He's all right. Take it back. He's all right. <laughs> Amen. But you're, no, you're, man, it's just all those different influences kind of channeled to me and channeled me into what I am now. And I still have a long way to go. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I was gonna say you're. I mean, you're fairly new to the game in general. I mean, it's, it's been six oh, years, yeah. but that's still. I mean, that's that's. Yeah, hell yeah. You're uh, you're still new to it, so it's it's cool that you're doing what you're doing uh, this early. I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. Good. And I love what I do. That's awesome. Definitely. I absolutely love what I do. It's ridiculous. Very cool. Love it's these journey, guys, man. It wouldn't love have been, too, it, this dream wouldn't have become a reality without <laughs> any of these people sitting next to me. Chris, Cam, <laughs> Mason, Sharon, everybody. They made it come true. Well, coming true. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know? Take it day by day. Yeah, for sure. But I'm loving it. Good. Without a doubt. Good. You should, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think my battery ran out, so I'm about to pass this over to Mason. Yeah, and uh, I am Mason. Uh, I'm the rhythm guitarist of the crates. Um, I started playing mostly, uh, well, like he said, uh, I got guitar lessons, uh, but I never really stuck with it. I didn't really, like, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like playing it. I had a terrible teacher. And then uh, uh, when he went to college, I would constantly be getting grounded a lot, so I wouldn't really have anything else to do. So I just went in his room one day and I, I decided to uh, pick up his guitar and whatever and uh, just started started looking up YouTube videos or whatever. But I uh, got most of my influence from him, really. I uh, just uh, he showed me a lot of the a lot of music he liked and everything and uh, different techniques. So it all it all really branched off of him. So. You better make me cry. <laughs> Are you guys brothers? Yeah, we are brothers. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, we are. We forgot to mention brothers. Yeah, we go way back. Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> Wait, way back. Oh, geez. Like twenty years. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, right. I got definitely got a lot of my influence off of him. Um, but I I never really um liked it in the beginning, and then once I started playing an instrument, you just grow so much more of a love for that um 
for the music, really. Dude, I remember when you were into awesome. rock. Yeah. The one day I came home from school and he was in his room. I don't know if it was a sick day or something. And I walk in and this is when I wasn't really like into rap whatsoever. <laughs> and it was, what was the song? It was Juice World and uh, oh, Ski Mask. Ski Mask, Ski Mask. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Newtown? Oh, no, was it Nuke? Yeah, it was Nuketown. It was a it was like a scream rap song. Yeah. I remember I walked in and I'm like, what is he listening to? Yeah. <laughs> it was a different was, time in my life. <laughs> and now I actually now I actually love that song. There's a well, lot. Yeah, it's it's gonna be well. Probably a lot about that. Yeah, yeah, it came a def- long way. You can definitely take uh, you know, things from all types of styles of music and apply yeah, them to what you're doing. So it's good to be well-rounded mm, for sure good job mason <laughs> yeah and the manager yep and we got our manager sharon just sharon sharon oh am i supposed to talk now yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. hell yeah hell yeah um, so i'm sharon i'm the manager i've been the manager for the crates for <laughs> probably the same four months time that we, oh less than may I started in May, like Jen, like I became their actual manager where I actually started doing stuff because before, yes, they just made me take videos, pictures. And at first I just wanted to do it, but then I saw their potential. I have paid now. Come on. Yeah. Honestly, we, we didn't start like actually like taking it that serious until we actually started doing a contract between us. Yes. So I never asked for money. Not really the biggest like thing, but then I quit my jobs. So then (laughs) I'm like, okay, you need to give me money now. But ever since the start, when I first met them, so that was in January, um, I actually saw them perform and it was really good. And I thought like, you know, I had to be nice, you know, meeting them for the first time i'm like oh my gosh if they are bad i would have to walk out and go to the bathroom but no i actually sat there and listened to them for i don't even know how long they jammed for and Is i just that started when we were with connor yes it was still with the old drummer and um but now they sound completely different old, different absolutely old, different and i don't know i just it's saw the them liner. it's like the guy liner phase like cam yeah. likes to say it's like just these boys from the valley, <laughs> different countries. You know, Cam likes to say that, even though I'm the only one from a different country. <laughs> in your speech, but um, yeah, I have musical background. Um, that's why, like, I would probably just run out if they were that bad, and they were not. Um, you. you guys should hear her sing. <laughs> Seriously, but yeah, I sing. I used to sing nursery rhymes. I actually had a record deal for just strictly singing nursery rhymes back in Indonesia. And then I grew out of it. I thought I was done with the music industry until I met them. And then I was like, these kids are going to be big. And I wanted to be there for them. First person. I wanted to be the first person to, you know, call. That's mine. That's it. So not letting this one go. So if there's any managers out there watching this, your chance is probably very, very slim. Because <laughs> I took dibs on this one. They're great. They're great kids. Great kids to manage. Very bold. Absolutely We're bold. We're all older than you. Who are you calling kids? I just, 
I look mm-hmm. 25, I, maybe 30 even. <laughs> so, yeah, but they're good kids. Aside, aside from the fact that Colin, first thing he walked in here, he had his foot on the table and I'm like, put that thing down. Because John Fry said it was okay. <laughs> no, I got the okay. Not on my watch. I think I'm just, I'm like their mom. There are times where I'm just like, I, I'm not your mom. I don't want to be your mom. I'm not doing this, this, that, that. But no, now I take pride of it. Like I, I am your mom. You're a band mom, not your real mom, but it's a lot of fun. You guys are good kids. <laughs> now, this, is, this is going to be a weird question after what you just said. Did I, did I catch something where it sounded like you and Colin were dating? <laughs> yes. Wait, <what>? <laughs> you <laughs> got that. Oh, right. yeah, we are dating. Right. Yeah. It sounds pretty weird that she's saying that she's our mom. Okay, right? we have, so that's what I'm saying. We have weird. separate relationship in the band and outside of the band. So it's com- it's two different Sharons. Sure, but, sure. So I just like, you know, like to switch over from time to time. But um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people ask like how it goes with like having a manager that's dating one of the members. I don't think it's really that hard on the band at all if anything we don't fight about anything but we fight about the, the band all the time getting better at it, though. we are getting better yeah. it would be like you know yeah. i want the shirt to be black i want the shirt to be white i'm like no you're it's not just, listening this 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 stuff. it's like little things it's like right. it's fun though so <laughs> sometimes I, so i uh I did the so if you want to say you're the the mom, I'm gonna go ahead and, and be the dad here. <laughs> um, you know, I I kind of shit on Chris for playing hockey, right? How could you? <laughs> I'm just looking out for you, buddy. I'm looking out for you. I don't want you to break the ankle <laughs> or the arm and not be able to, pl- to play the drums because I mean they've already you you are a replacement. So yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> they'll get rid of you quick. <laughs> you don't even have to play hockey. Colin already did that without even having to play hockey recently. Oh, he yeah. broke. Yeah, hand. Colin already he broke, broke his, his hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> he healed it. He healed it by playing guitar too. He yep. decided never to get a no cast. Yeah. No red, red still doesn't bend the exact right <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, we're we're almost there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, been all the way. Kind of hurts. But I mean, Colin, we move fast. But let's talk. Let's talk about. I mean, I mean, a girl can ruin a band. <laughs> let's just face There's it. A here. lot of different things that can ruin a band, man. <laughs> I know, but women, trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not, so yeah, yeah. Your your girlfriend, your brothers in the band. I mean, there's so much here that can go wrong. It's yeah. about to be a family band at this point. Honestly. Yeah, yeah might as well just make it a family band. <laughs> you ever hear of Oasis? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You ever hear of... Uh... Oh, Wonderwall? I don't think I've heard of that. I haven't heard of Wonderwall. No, I've never heard of Wonderwall in my life. I can't play Wonderwall. No, I can't play Wonderwall either. Okay. Train, right? Okay, about Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was by Zeppelin, man. No, you oh. idiot Zeppelin wrote ACDCs back and back. You know that? You're right. I don't know. You're right. Yeah, Silly me. Silly you. I don't know. Just be careful, you know? <laughs> Jeez. Be Man. careful. <laughs> I have to. I have to. I mean, let's of course. Just being a good dad. Just being a good pop, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That's that is funny. Was that John? Which which John was that? Uh, Fry. Uh, John Fry. Of course. 
John Fry. Let's br- let's bring uh let's bring Johnny Boy in the picture here. I mean, he was How just about John. I, I, I feel I feel like you know. Dude, I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> young, young band, right? Oh, there you go. We have we have I management rep- uh, representation. We have uh, and then recently, you guys kind of joined the merch booth dot com team, which uh, John Fry, who is um, you know, if you're listening, he, <laughs> special guest, the marketing director for Special Guest App and also MerchBooth.com. Um, and I believe that uh, he uh, is kind of taking you guys not under his wing, but kind of like um, kind of wants to help take you guys to the next level, so to speak. So, John, what we're me- gonna do with the crates is they're gonna be kind of like the face of Merch Boots marketing. We're gonna, I think they have a good style and all that stuff. Um, their fashion's pretty awesome, and we're a clothing company, so <laughs> we, yes. we have to focus on people who uh, who know what they're doing when it comes to that stuff. I think they have a good look. Their music is awesome. Like I sent you that video of them, simply because like it's cool to see a band see that they're good for the first time, and that's what that was. Like they saw a room of twenty people who had no idea who they were, go insane for them. Yeah, and like I'm saying, like there was like a ten minute fucking standing ovation for these guys after this show and i was like oh shit man maybe these guys are something serious here so i was kind of like well i like their style i like their music so we're gonna literally they're gonna be getting custom designs done by us they're gonna get a bunch of bunch of cool stuff we went over to see you over at axelrad they got the whole tour by tony yeah. and dj um big shout which out which was cool yeah really big yeah. shout out to axelrad yeah yeah so that was that was pretty cool so it's it's cool to see uh an up and coming band that puts so much. I mean, they have a manager. Like, how's that's the best? You know how hard it is to deal with musicians, and then they're like, "Yo, we already got that covered." We have a mom and a dad and a dad and a pop and a questioning dad. Yeah, like, I'm just looking out for you. I'm just looking out. For you. It's, it's, my, it's my job to look ahead and say, "Hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah, you know, steering the ship." I, I told right, you Papa. so. Yeah. But John, while I have you here, I mean, let's let's talk about merch booth real quick. Um, and you know, for anyone who doesn't know what that is yet, and I feel like it's hard to at this point because you guys uh, are like pros at you know the, the guerrilla marketing, I guess you could say. I mean, you guys were sticking stickers on every single person at the award ceremonies yeah. at the V spot in Scranton like a week or two ago. Um, what what is Merch Booth? Uh, Merch Booth is a online uh, e store for bands to sign up, and they'd get their own on demand printing. Uh, store so basically you can have your own merch on there you could send us the designs and rather than having to spend like 800 to 1500 dollars on a box of t-shirts we'll take your designs put them up on the store and basically how we do it is on demand printing so if an order comes in we print one shirt we pack it we ship it we send it and then every two weeks you get basically like royalty checks of uh any of the profits you made which we give the bands 80 percent of the profit um, but we worked out a deal with Axelrad that kind of drove that price down anyway. So, so you guys are get we're, we give the bands as much profit, I think, pretty much in the industry as anyone else out there, um, which is a big thing. Uh, and we we make sure we pay our bands. We make sure they're getting paid fairly. We make sure they can have as many designs on there, honestly, as as they want because it doesn't cost them anything, which is a huge thing that bands really really need these days so oh, yeah. instead of spending eight hundred dollars they don't have to spend a, a penny right and stickers are awesome that's why i was sticking them all over people <laughs> stickers are huge best marketing there is stickers well, dude i mean like i feel like um 
you know, you stuck them on people and then they would go accept an award and then they would get photographs by Keith yeah. Perks. <laughs> yeah, Keith Perks. That was all a Keith Perks long play that I was yeah. doing there. Yeah. Just get stickers on as many people as Brilliant. I can and then make sure Keith Perks gets their picture. <laughs> Brilliant. And then every Sticking band... stickers on people, one of them's got to win a goddamn award. <laughs> <laughs> Every band, every person that got photographed by Keith Perks had a sticker on them. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, Stay Loud, when Rich was interviewing them, Stay Loud was out there. I put one on each of them, and I know they won, I think, New Artists or something like that. So, like, I, they have designs on the site that are some of my favorites, and Chris Cashmere from the band does them all himself. So, like, it just shows you put some effort into making some merch, and... I mean, Popco, you know this more than anybody. You see all the pallets of Breaking Benjamin t-shirts there are over at the warehouse. That's yeah. where bands make money now. It's not pallets of records. It's pallets of t-shirts. Right. So that's kind of our... Our mission is to make artists money fairly. And this is kind of... Well, that special guest mission and Merch Booth is kind of our little, our little drive down this path to see the merch game. And it's going very fast, Popco. We are driving very fast. <laughs> I don't think fast. you sleep. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, you, you had to hire. You had to hire all the. the I woke cool up in, in early Valley. June for like a proud monkey show, and I haven't found. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to hire all the cool kids in the valley to keep up. You have uh, yeah, AL yeah, yeah. On, on board. I think Johnny's doing something for you now. Yeah, I mean, like people. I uh, I forget who said this. I think Cavus, and he's like, "You're there, there. Is there like ten of you? You're everywhere." I'm like, "No, I think it's just I don't sleep." <laughs> I do shit when you're bored, like when you're sleeping, I'm bored and I'm trying to do something. That's probably what it is. But I just like to, like I said, my, one of my favorite things in the world is seeing a band realize they're good. So like to see a band, like if we could take them to something bigger than just realizing they're good, that's going to make me happy. So that's kind of the goal. It's a cool concept because like, I mean, you said it yourself. I mean, bands make money off merch. They're not, they're they're not making money, especially these days. On you yeah, know. especially the level that we're we're kind of yeah. getting into. We're not. Lo- I mean, granted, we want those big names on our site, but sure. our our mission is to have allow any entertainer. You could be. You don't have to be a band. You could be right. a comedian. You could be a drag queen. You could be. Uh, you could be any like a magician. magician. I don't <laughs> trust magicians. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you could be any type of entertainer. That's how we define it. You have to be an entertainer. You can't be Joe's Garage from down the road. Um, and you know, to allow them to go on there and make a couple bucks where they never did before. That's, that's a powerful thing. Well, yeah. I mean, a thousand dollars, maybe like that can go towards recording music. I mean, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It could be gas money for a show out of, out of town. You know, it's, yeah. And it unlocks stuff. Like there's a lot of knowledge you have to have when it comes to the merge game. So like a lot of bands will want t-shirts and they'll go to Axelrad with some JPEG picture. That's, you know, a hundred pixels and it ends up looking just like a, censored blur uh, (laughs) when they print the shirt so it's like we handle all that we wouldn't let them do that by the way yeah no axelrad would never (laughs) never ever (laughs) do that and if they did they would give you your money back because they're great um but basically we do we handle all the art for them we make sure everything's which here come like technical terms but vectorized and color layered and all that nonsense that you guys do over in that warehouse but we, you know, we make sure you're, they're getting the best designs. If they want to move to screen printing, say they're about to go on tour, we're going to give them their designs where we think are going to be most profitable, stuff like that. So it's 
it's pretty cool. I wish I had that when I was in a band. I was never in a band. I don't know. (laughs) 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 But I do use it for podcasting. I mean, I podcast basically every day of my life. So a podcast, if you're a podcast host, we just got the podcast guys to sign up today. Like podcasters are on screen nonstop. All you got to do is throw up your, you know, your social graphics, which is we provide every artist that signs up social like social media graphics that they can use that comes free like we send them all their mock-ups so they have you know a white background with their logo with their t-shirts we send them their logos with no background we send them a lot of stuff that bands just normally wouldn't even know how to figure out usually Mm -hmm. from what we see some some of them are on top like chris cashmere he's on top of his stuff but there's some bands that don't know what the hell they're doing that's fine that's our job yeah, I mean, it, well, it's it's funny because these <laughs> these days a lot of bands they have members who are are wearing multiple hats. And John, uh, we were part of uh, panels that um, talked about the importance of wearing many hats. But like a lot of times, musicians like they're good at creating music, and it's yeah, hard. That's what that's the goal. It's like let yeah. let the creatives right. be creative, <laughs> and let and and I think this band is a perfect example where they have a manager that handles the business. Like right. if you can, that's what musicians hate about this industry is the business part of it. But then none of them will none of them will trust a manager. So it's like, yo, what do you what do you want, man? <laughs> like pick one, dude. Yeah. So like I always told Chris, my boss is just like, all these people are out here trying to make these bands trust them. It's like, why waste your time making them trust you when you could just do something good that they'll trust you for? You know, yeah. like do something like that to handle the business part of it, handle the payment part of it, get that nitty gritty stuff out of there so they could go out and make music. So that's yeah. our goal, man. Cool. That and make sure Johnny doesn't do something stupid yeah you gotta watch him that's i mean tough. i I, <laughs> I saw him in an, in an elf outfit over the weekend oh my lord oh my my mom's my mom's children's store ste- pressed that outfit for her. <laughs> <laughs> she steamed it shout Jeez. out small fries on a shameless plug small fries children's <laughs> boutique david street popco i love you thanks for doing the merch booth plug bud yeah buddy thanks um yeah i was nervous doing this because um obviously i send you these videos but uh you mentioned that you podcast every day so i'm like oh man i'm very nervous to, to yeah, have john yeah. watch this in full <laughs> yeah i've never I've, i i produce your podcast like i make the i do the video for you and i don't think i've ever watched one yeah, one full either. podcast <laughs> i just watched the beginning part that i produce and then the right end. i'm an asshole no i do I'm, I, I'm not surprised i'm not even mad about yeah, it if i don't have to like for your podcast you basically do all the in-between stuff like i just put the top and the bottom on it so yeah. like if i don't have to watch someone's podcast at least i'm honest about it i tell you i don't watch I'm, it. I'm not surprised <laughs> i do i do too much podcasting to watch everything I know, but like, if you have somebody on there, like I will, I'm, I'm on this one, so I'll go back and rewatch it because I'm, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a sociopath, <laughs> yeah, because I'm a psycho. But no, uh, but no, like I, I, I love the podcasting game and all that stuff. So I love helping out anywhere I can, which is basically just throwing '80s fucking YouTube video. Oh, I could curse on here, right? Yeah, yeah you're '80s fine. YouTube videos <laughs> on your on the end of your show. That's about yeah. Star Fox and shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite thing to do. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to use for them. A lot of crazy. Yeah, I know, but I get creative. I get creative. Yeah. Maybe it'll be about a mom and a dad. <laughs> mom and a dad. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, Popco. I love you. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Now for the crates, I I had mentioned. Give it up for John Fry. John Fry, ladies. And John Fry. John Fry. John Fry, John Fry, but um, 
Yeah, we talked a lot about the ECM season. One thing I noticed about you guys was your attendance to the um, a lot of the panels and taking advantage of uh, people in the industry, you know, taking the time to speak um, to young bands and and kind of talking about how to get into the game, what you can do, like what to avoid. Um, there weren't, there wasn't a ton of people doing that. Like, why was it important to you to make sure that you were involved in all those? Well, I feel like the big starting out. Yeah, if you're just if you're just starting out as a band, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? It's a great opportunity. No, it's good. I'm I'm glad you guys. I'm the front man. Just look pretty. If you can get information on where you need to go as a musician, if you really don't know what you're doing besides making the music, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? (laughs) Yeah, it took a little bit of explaining to do with them because when I saw the event. I just searched I up. Us up for that. Oh uh, yeah, when he okay, me and Colin work a lot when it comes to like something that we know would be good for the band. Like he's yeah. he has he's quick with it. Like he would know like what he wants, and he's like, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, I'll look into it. So I looked into it and searched up all the panelists, stalked every single one of them. Um, Honestly, do not regret a thing. I found a lot of good things about them and literally read about their companies, what they're doing. And I just put them all on a paper, send the pictures to them and tell them to read it and which one you guys are interested in, which ended up being every single one of them. Yeah. So and and it was awesome because we the only reason. Okay, I'm not gonna say the only reason we went there. (laughs) The biggest reason we went there is to get all this information right and to kind of put our names out there. It's not like we're performing on that main stage at the NEPA fair, but we get to see these people talking that we don't know that have a lot more grip on this industry than we do. Yeah. A lot more experience. And we played part of the ECMCA classics and that was the show John was talking about Mm -hmm. that he got the video of. I think that's the one that you sent Popco. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not wrong, but from going there, we got a lot of these people to come to our show. Yeah, and it opened yes, up, and, we, a, a show out of it. and <laughs> we we got a show out of it. Quick humble plug from the crates. Yeah, please don't hate me. <laughs> we got a show coming up in Philly this weekend, South Street Music Fest. We're playing at Dobbs. I don't know the time yet. You damn it, you're, ta- you're, you're and taking. Then you can find you're, out the time. I have this whole thing set up. You're, you're ruining it. <laughs> God damn it! God uh, damn it! Just yeah, focus on just... the ECMC panels. Just focus on that. I'll, I'll set you up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was just wild to go there and see all of these people and for them to actually come to our show and talk to us after it and offer us mm-hmm. some shows just and mainly the guidance man like yes. yeah the show was great don't get me wrong that show was phenomenal it was the feedback yeah i thought it was the best part of the whole cmc experience for me yeah. oh that without a doubt the advice network the advice yeah. was yeah. huge yeah, you're, you're the advice was huge you know that this is not just a band it's a business it's a company yeah, yeah there's so many little things that there's so many little things that go into it that i don't think really any of us thought of when we first started just jamming out but like it's it's cool and it's all a learning process and you know i think we all have a lot of fun doing it so well the point is and the reason i brought it up because i'm proud of you guys for doing that because thank you a lot of people they they see it they hear about it and they're like oh i know what i'm doing i don't need to go to those things and i know it all and type of attitude but so to see you guys there all the time 
was uh it was cool to see i mean like i learned a lot that that day just kind of sitting there you know listening um and i think they're they're very valuable so you know kudos to you guys for taking the time and and investing into your your future so yeah all right so the crates you've got management you've got your merch taken care of right what's next for the crates Shows, money. man. Shows. <laughs> we yeah. give us Shows. money. <laughs> Shows. No. Money. Shows is the biggest thing. Shows. 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 Ex- ex- <laughs> no. Anything coming shows. up? You got, you got shows, shows coming up? Yeah. yeah. We got shows coming up. Networking with other bands, getting to know yeah. people. Just really, really getting our name out there. That's yeah. the biggest thing that we're focused on. It's all right about now. exposure. Cool. So, what kind of shows you got coming up? Uh well we got that South Street uh South Street Fest in Philly coming up uh that's next weekend. weekend no that's or, yeah, this, or this that weekend is, yeah, yeah my bad this weekend and then this weekend. um the weekend we after have, that and then the we weekend the after break. Break. Yeah, the weekend after that we got the big finals of the big break finals of the big uh, break with oh, playing with the including yeah. including the Boog and, what, and what running with flops running with flops yeah. phenomenal band killer band from those guys are really killer band they were ridiculous I will shout out to both this this is the first time any of us have seen them live. Yeah, and they blew was, us. There's it. They were. There's ridiculous. some serious talent, like in, the in that entire competition. Yes. They're right? all really good. The it talent. Was the first time we've seen anything. Yeah, yeah. The boog, it's what the boog is literally like smashing pumpkins, but it just joplin. Yeah, it's yeah. Dude, they were they were insane. You can literally feel her spirit in the room as she moves on. They're all fangirling with the local bands. Cool. They love local bands. Every, every single band that was a part of it. So they're excellent yeah, people, know. man. They and they bring a ridiculous amount of talent. And like they, they made this competition for us. Fantastic is nuts, Dude, man. His, vocal his voice is, is ridiculous. Highly recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. Yeah. My favorite was definitely Johnny Acapinti. Oh, oh yeah, Johnny. No doubt. There, Johnny Ock with the pickle balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever hear about CBD dog treats? <laughs> yes. Why do you ask? <laughs> Oh, good. Inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was what it was what Johnny it was it was one of Johnny's uh, punchlines at the uh, at the B spot. <laughs> I don't want to leave it. I leave it to him to. Johnny, I leave it up to Johnny, him to tell that joke. Though. Oh, you got the. Money. Here we go. All right. NEPA's Carson Daly. What's up? About tell him tell him about the CBD dog treats. Uh, how do you know if CBD dog treats work? I don't know. Shove them up your butt. <laughs> Suppository. <laughs> no, but uh, Vinny told me to put some, you know, my, my bulge wasn't looking too hot, so I tossed in some napkins down there. And <laughs> got it popping. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. He's getting the cane. He's getting the hook. On a sock show, those getting the hook. Oh yeah, there you go. NEP is Carson Dillon. Thanks a lot, buddy. Uh, the show in Philly is it? You said it's at Dobbs. Is that? Yeah, it's yeah, at Dobbs on South. Dobbs on South. Dobbs on South. And that would be Saturday at um, probably four four p.m. Cool. I guess it's at 4 p.m. Yes. 4 p.m. First time we're in this. <laughs> See, they don't know their, their own time. That's why they have you. That's why they have you. That's why they have you. It's good. 
gotta keep them keep them straight. Yeah, they we're also uh, they do like a follow-up. we're a gonna be doing like some busking, busking sets, style. So so like yes. uh, some like uh, street street performances and stuff like that. We're gonna be doing like two acoustic sets and everything. I think the entire cool. the entire festival spans from maybe eleven to seven. I want to say yeah, it's, it's like eleven six to seven. Yes. No, eleven a.m. to seven p.m. So we'll we'll be there all day. We'll be there the entire weekend. Yes, we're still looking for more uh, venues that we can play at. Hopefully throughout the weekend. Yeah, cool. Uh, the one that's safe for all of us, at least, because we're not exactly in the same age range. Because yeah. we're right. it's like fun. we can't really perform at bars yeah. whenever we want. So unless they're cool about it. And we don't touch anything, you know. We have right. X's on our hands, yeah, or maybe a yeah, bracelet, they got, they or maybe on your forehead. You know, don't serve this one. You know, anything you have to do to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day, there was bars that would let fifteen-year-old uh, kids perform. Yeah, I know. Can we back bring those day. bar owners back? We please? need to bring yeah, them back. Yeah, yeah bring them back. Probably are in prison. <laughs> Those bars no longer exist for a reason, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was 18, I was I just wanted to uh, be 21 so bad. Uh, not because I wanted to drink. I just wanted to go see bands, you know, perform. But, but yeah. Yeah, man. Can't awesome. always get what you want. It's so, it's so different. Like, because our fans are like, so they're young. Yeah. Yes, they're our fans are young. Fans from like 16, hell, probably even younger, maybe like 15. How the people that wanted to come to the beach until- yeah. And yeah. like the biggest thing with us is like we we want people to come see us live because just like as many us, people as possible. Just seeing us on no Instagram and stuff like that is like yes. you know. So it's like every time we perform, so I feel fun. like our crowd is always new. It's the people we've never met before. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. For but sure. at the same time you would want to see familiar faces. It would definitely do something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you want to see like different people but newer people too. It's just Videos don't do it justice. You know, no, we, we like we want people to come see us live. That's like the biggest. Yeah, thing honestly, this is the first band I would say that you guys What's sound better live. Unless you're not 21. What's stopping you? Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> it might be work. It might be something. Spare a few hours. Oh, Harold, you only play what? 30 minute sets? Yeah. <laughs> Spare 30 minutes. So 45 far. minutes. <laughs> come out and see us play. And where can people find you on social media? We talked about that earlier. Everywhere, man. Instagram, yeah, Facebook. Not ex- we don't I, have a Twitter yet. We don't have I a don't, Twitter. I don't, I don't like wish to have a Twitter. Really I'm not Twitter. planning on setting up a Twitter for them. I just feel like Twitter is not really... I don't know. It's not... Um, as a manager, I feel like you want to be on everything. But if you ask people, Sorry, really, Twitter. especially... like, Unless you have a business... They don't really have Twitter. Not really a lot of musicians, unless you're verified, is really on Twitter. I feel like the biggest thing is Instagram. um, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, TikTok. And Spotify. Yeah, we're on all music platforms. Music streams. Spotify. But anywhere you go, you can pretty much find us at The Crates Band. I'm still working on the MySpace. I don't think it's going to work, but (laughs) I'm trying. Not yet. Not with that attitude. Kick. MySpace, yes, yeah, things like that. No dating apps, Ooh. though. No <laughs> Why dating are we apps. Not on yeah. We should start doing random shows on Omegle too. No, definitely idea. not. <laughs> I think we need to establish that everyone should stay away on, from Omegle. What, no matter Unless how old you are, stay away from it. No, yeah. Crace will not be 
sponsoring Omegle here. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not sponsoring it. We're just, we're just, just fun, you know. Maybe you cool. might get lucky. Maybe you'll double click one time and you'll see a crate show. I don't think you can get lucky. You never know. (laughs) You never know. Whatever you're into. (laughs) 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 Yes, exactly. Maybe Heinz will sponsor us one. There you go. There you go. Yes. Whatever works. Whoever pays the bills. Not a fan of ketchup, but sure. How to eat your hot dogs. (laughs) Um, Oh, mustard, man. And ketchup. You only get the hot dogs with mustard and ketchup. No, no, just mustard mustard. and ketchup. Dude, I hate condiments. Good. (laughs) Dude, he eats plain glizzies. You can't even show. Oh man. All right, we'll end it with that, bro. Just never never like plain plain glizzies. Jesus. He doesn't even chew them. He just sucks them down. (laughs) All right. right. Chill, chill, chill. Chill out. Chill out. (laughs) Whatever you're into. That's why he doesn't like condiments. You you do you. Whatever you're into. Get a little weird on the PopGo podcast. No judgment. Sorry, Pop. No judgment. (laughs) But hey, guys, thanks so much for taking the time and sharing you all. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for being a mom and a girlfriend. Thank you for being a dad. (laughs) They need that. They need a dad. Best best of luck with uh, your future shows, especially the one uh, in Philly on October 1st, which is a Saturday, 4 p.m. at Dobbs. Uh, looking forward to seeing, you know, some of the noise you guys make. So um, I'm sure uh, this won't be our last interaction. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Look forward Absolutely. to seeing you again, man. They need to see their dad. I think yes. that's very important. Let's <laughs> establish that. And best of luck in the big break. Thanks, man. Thank I you. appreciate you. Thank take, you. Yeah, take care. See ya. Take Thank care, you. brother.